Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. I have learned the secret of NASA's beans, or rather that there is a mystery involving what happens to them when there isn't a launch. Now, okay, this is a tradition that's just started in the 1980s. Uh, there was uh, somebody who brought a crock pot full of barbecue beans to celebrate a launch back in 1981. And from then on, from that day forward, a successful launch at NASA in Florida apparently means beans are going to be served. And there's been this Artemis mission. It's historical. There's going to be a super high-speed mission to the moon that is unmanned at first, but if successful, is going to see some people joining that mission in the future and actually riding this thing. Now, they've tried to do it twice this year. They've, they've had two attempts. One earlier in the year, one so recently as September, and there's a third one planned, but... On both of those occasions so far this year, no luck, no beans. But apparently this recipe, which is now available on NASA's website, takes eight hours to prepare. So when they do scrub a launch, the question remains, what happens to all of the celebratory beans? Dolly Parton in the news, but not alone, joined by Jeff Bezos, because he is putting $100 million of his money towards charitable causes of her choice. She's been awarded the money to do with as she pleases to help out others, and that's something she's very, very versed at doing. She does say when people are in a position to help, they should. They should help. Uh, when asked if he planned to donate the majority of his wealth, which is $124 billion, within his lifetime, a recent reporter uh, CNN asked the question. He answered, yeah. I do, so this might just be the start of it. Rod Stewart's not turning down a hundred million dollars, but instead one million pounds to perform at Qatar's World Cup, which starts off on Sunday uh, late into the year due to the extreme temperatures in the desert near Qatar. But Rod Stewart is saying that amid the uh, human rights record of the country, as well as homophobic policies, he just cannot abide and cannot be a part of it. Sting has announced new tour dates, though nowhere near here. The My Songs 2023 dates are only in the UK. And again, only five of them, though tickets are on sale now. If you're lucky enough to be heading there at the right time with a ton of money in your pocket. Tuesday. Chinese marathon runner has finished all 42 and change kilometers of the race he was just in with a decent time while hacking darts the entire time. Yeah, the uh, 50-year-old outlier athlete named Uncle Chen has stunted with these smokes in the past, completing uh, several different races uh, while chaining drags of nicotine the entire, entire time. Something to behold, honestly. Kind of seems gross to me, but, you know, he must have some, like, X-Men DNA or something, because I cannot even imagine uh, any kind of performance sport, any kind of physical activity with cigarette smoke involved. I can't even run near someone smoking a cigarette. No, I'd be done. I'd be done. Hell, in the wintertime, I walk behind an idling car and inhale one too many exhaust molecules. I'm down for the count. That's me, but not Uncle Chen. No, he finished finished his marathons uh, with chain smoking going on the entire time. 
then crosses the finish line and celebrates somehow. I just can't imagine what he would possibly do to make that a special occasion for himself. A reward, if you will. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Green Day, they've confirmed a new album coming out. Not when it's coming out, but that they have been working on it for this year on a TikTok video. Uh, they said that there will be a follow-up to their 13th record, Father of All MFers, which was released in 2022, and they say they've been working on it in L.A. and in London while on tour throughout this year. So no word on the release, but it's coming. Blur has uh, made plans to reunite. Their first headlining show in eight years is going to take place next summer at London's Wembley Stadium, July 8th, with a whole bunch of people joining them as well. I mean, uh, the gorillas must just be, you know, having a lull in their performances at that point in time, giving Damon Albarn a chance. Foreigners in the news because of their farewell tour. They've actually suggested some dates that you might be able to entertain. You know, while they entertain, but unfortunately, though it is called a North American tour, and admittedly, these are only the first states that they've announced. I see only one Canadian stop, and it is in Toronto. We all know a Toronto stop and even a Vancouver stop on a North American tour do not make it a North American tour. You need to have one more Canadian city than that, and that is the hill I will die on. Wednesday. Fictional article meant for a laugh, but still talking about Disney filing a patent for a roller coaster that jumps the track. Now, actually, there are ones that are designed to look like they jump a track from the perspective of the people on the ride, but not so much. There's definitely something that tethers the the people to the track and not putting them in free fall. But uh, I was asking because it was making me think, you know, this is something that will make people nervous, nervous, nervous if they do not like a really, really extravagant theme park ride. What is the scariest one that you've ever been on, actually been on, one that exists for realsies? Charles says a zipper-style ride in uh, in San Jose del Cabo. Uh, not until we were nearing the top of the rotation before it started spinning did he and his friend notice four welds broken in front of their faces and uh, structural, not just you know, kind of like mesh welds. Uh, he says, how no- how who knows how many more welds were broken beneath them that they couldn't see. He says, scariest two and a half minutes of his life. I gotta say, ah, yeah, that freaks me out just a little bit, Charles. I would not be okay with that. Uh, Susie just says, absolutely not, the idea of some untethered. She says, I have memories of Hot Wheels tracks attempting the same thing, launching something into freefall and then trying to catch it on tracks on the other side. She says, not once, not once did it actually land on the track. Oh, I'm not surprised, Susie. And then Tracy let us know that it was the Kraken in Disney World. Brother-in-law said, hey, it's the least scary one. Don't worry, it's for kids. It's fine. And then once they were actually ready to go and the ride started... He says, actually, oh, by the way, this is the scariest ride I've ever been on. And there's a photo. They've shared it on our social media. It's perfect. I'm sorry, Tracy, that we're enjoying your moment of pure terror. But it is pretty funny from an outside perspective. You do not look like you were having fun, but everybody else is having the best day of their lives, aren't they? What is the scariest ride you've ever been on? Cruising to the stars, or at least around our solar system a little bit. Brand new rocket. Yes, there was an incident at NASA yesterday, and, uh, well, with NASA at Cape Canaveral specifically, and that incident was a successful launch. Took a minute. They were late doing it. Apparently, the exact time of flight was 1.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, it was uh, the third attempt this year. Now, we were talking about this earlier in the week because... 
I learned about the secret, the mystery of NASA's beans. Apparently, there's a celebration, a tradition on a successful launch at NASA where they eat barbecue beans. It's a recipe that's online, and it takes eight hours to prepare. So when they have to scrub a launch, last minute, last second, like they've had to twice so far this year, where do the beans go? I've got good news. I assume that maybe it wasn't middle of the night last night, you know, almost 2 a.m., but at some point today... NASA's going to be eating beans because they did successfully launch the unmanned Artemis 1, which is going to be spending some time in space to the tune of three weeks. And NASA's kind of uh, probably going to be done with their farty stomachs by then. You know, it takes a little while with that many beans, like 50,000 gallons of beans. It's a lot of farts. There's a rocket launch joke in there somewhere. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. The Grammy nominations have been released. Of course, there's a great number of acts on the uh, list of nominations that we do not play. But uh, without getting into the nitty-gritty of it all, big, big ups for Beyonce and Jay-Z, who together are together, but also together are tied for the most Grammy nominations of all time with the new crop that have just come out as of uh, yesterday. And uh, we do see ABBA on the list there in some prominent positions. Uh, Don't Shut Me Down was Record of the Year nomination and Album of the Year for Voyage. Interesting to see them back on the list once again. Sad news as well from Roberta Flack. Uh, She has announced that she has been diagnosed with ALS and that it has caused her to no longer be able to sing which is devastating, heartbreaking. Uh, Killing Me Softly with his song was one of the most famous ones that she was a part of and uh, in just a huge repertoire of, of beautiful songs. But her representation has said it will take a lot more than ALS to silence this icon. Thursday. In today's edition of Things, someone really should have told this person not to buy uh, the price tag for Steve Jobs' old sandals. Over $200,000 American, actually more like 220 USD, and that almost totals out at 300000 Canadian. Boy, Canadian dollar sucks right now. Uh, but I digress. Uh, the estimate for this item to sell at auction just recently was about sixty to $80,000. USD, uh, yeah, creamed that completely, it completely out of the park of what they were expecting. And there's a photo uh, that I've seen. I don't know if this is the actual photo of said Steve Jobs' sandals, but they are old and crusty, so I'm willing to believe that, yeah, it's likely. It's likely that they are. Can't imagine that they smell very good, probably in a glass case at the auction for a reason, so you don't get the full experience before you actually buy, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is value to somebody. Uh, it's hard to knock somebody you know, wanting to do any collecting that they want to do. If it makes you feel good, Great. Awesome. Fantastic. I think this one might be a bit of a stretch, though, at over $200,000 U.S. Yeah, somebody might have wanted to uh, say something. Oh, oh, but but it gets better. Don't worry. Price tag did just get paid, but it's not just the sandals. No, no. The sandals also come with, oh, oh, an NFT. Hmm. Well, that's just something else that somebody should have told him not to buy. Have you heard about this sniff spot idea? Now, I don't know if it's anywhere near to here, but I've seen it on the internet. Uh, the idea behind sniff spot is basically it's like turning backyards into Airbnbs for dogs to play and sniff and presumably poop as well. It's kind of what happens in backyards. Some dogs, you know, they don't love going to the dog park, right? It doesn't really work out for them. And certainly not everybody has a backyard, so I do see the business model here. It makes sense. It does. For some areas here, I don't know how well something like this would fare around here, you know, particularly in the winter is what I'm thinking. After a full season and a half of a revolving door of dog droppings to the same backyard delivery style, you're going to be able to sniff that spot from a mile away come springtime. I guarantee. 
Wednesdays on the show. Yesterday, we asked the big question, asked way too early, and it was, what was the incident at your high school? Wanted to jump back to that because of the responses, great responses. This has been getting a lot of attention on the internet of late. And, I mean, somebody even got in touch to say that they had a, a bomb threat at their high school when they were going. I'm like, what? Yeah, you hear about it. It, it. it does happen, but don't do that. What a horrible thing to do. Not condoning it whatsoever, but I will say... That for the kids who had nothing to do with it, you can't blame them for enjoying the half day that they they, they got in response to that, right? I mean, you can't blame the kids who weren't involved. Courtney got in touch to say ninth grade math teacher where she was at, head of the math and sciences department, then wasn't suddenly after most of the kids failed the final exam. It's not a good look. It's just it's just not. Carla Ray saying that she, in her own words, got knocked up and was a distraction to the other students. They tried to pressure her into dropping out. She refused and graduated, brought her baby to the ceremony. Honestly, good for you. Straight up good for you. Jessica says there was too many incidents at her high school. Not sure which one would be the one. Well, tell me about one of them. And John simply answering one word, riot, which immediately makes me think of Clone High. Those lovable scamps, they're rioting at the college level. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Did you see? Did you see that the uh, the big community Christmas tree here in Fort McMurray, the downtown one, is now at a new location? It's not far. Just really, it's moved a block over. Hopefully nobody's upset about like that fact, the simple fact that it did move. But um, it's in the new Kiam Park, right? Uh, in the center of the gathering circle, at least that's what it looks like. It looks so nice. It looks so gorgeous. Drove by it the other day. I'm like, oh, perfect. That looks great. I picture like the Who's of Whoville, you know, coming together. Like the revelers of Fort McMurray doing their Daru Daru Ramases, you know what I mean? The only problem is the park is just still not open yet. Right? It's it's a Yuletide tease at this point. Come on, kids, gather around the Christmas tree for a nice family photo through the wire fence, the construction site fence. I don't know if it really, you know, does the job. At this point, I, I like the park. I think it looks great. I'm excited for it to open up. Uh, I think it looks like really bright at nighttime. It's going to be extra so with the Christmas lights going on. It's fantastic. But uh, please, what is the timeline here? The Who's of Whoville need to know. ABBA. They, of course, just got some big nominations when it came to the uh, Grammys releasing what's going to be coming out for the uh, 2023 edition of the award show. But ABBA's Voyage Residency has been extended. Now, uh, they have just been doing the Avatar thing. It's not really technically actually the band, but uh, this huge show at Queen Elizabeth's Olympic Park is now extended to November of 2023, a full year ahead of the avatars entertaining people over in the UK, and you can buy your tickets if you want. Uh, meanwhile, The Cure have finally seen themselves turned into Funko Pop figures, those tiny little vinyl figures that all look very similar to each other, except for the, the details, the minor details. Uh, there's a whole set of the entire uh, cast and crew of The Cure, really. The entire uh, set of figures is five deep and is just a pre-order so far. But interesting reactions from the actual members of the band. Uh, frontman Robert Smith simply retweeted the information saying, Gulp. Meanwhile, Roger O'Donnell said, I don't know if this means we've been reduced or elevated. It's probably a little A and a little B. And it's Christmas time. At least it's getting pretty close. And the Offspring have put out a new Christmas cover of Bells Will Be Ringing. Please come home for Christmas. Here's a taste. It is interesting to hear Dexter singing a Christmas tune like that sincerely. He's got the offspring voice still, but the music is nothing like what you hear from the band. I mean, yeah, usually. Friday. 
next Friday is Black Friday, big sale day, day to do some shopping, day to get completely bombarded by emails, and, you know, etc. on and on. But also, it marks one month away from Christmas this particular year, 25th to the 25th. And I know one of the major things that I've got on my wish list that becomes more and more important, also more and more exciting every single year. It's underwear. Socks and underwear. I mean, honestly, as a kid, never would have believed it ever. But as an adult, I truly do. I think that it's one of the most important gifts that you might be able to get. That might be waiting under the tree. That might get you through the next year. Come on, 8-Pack. 8-Pack might just last until next December. I don't know. But, uh, you know, there are some guys out there who are just at the brink of these things falling apart. Because it's almost Christmas time. They know that they're going to be re-upped. With some gifts under the tree. That's how it happens. It's like Seinfeld said. Men hang on to underwear until each molecule is so strained it can barely retain the properties of a solid. It actually becomes underwear vapor. We don't even throw it out. We just open a window and it goes out like dandelion spores. That's how men throw the underwear out. They just go, and it's gone. That's why you need to put some under the tree at Christmas time for your favorite dudes. And, you know, dudettes. Get some underwear for everybody going... I was half expecting to wake up today and for Twitter to just not be there anymore this morning. Uh, You know, there's a a lot of news that has come out just the last day uh, that uh, there's people that have been locked out, like the security uh, access badges for employees of the company uh, had suddenly stopped working. Emails have gone out allegedly that have said, uh, you know, don't come into work for a day or two. We're figuring something out. A lot of people also resigning after a ton of people were also let go. So things are in a state of tumultuous chaos right there. But no, you know, the more I think about it, the more that I think that Twitter is the cockroach of social media in so many ways. Sure, it seems easy to squash by stomping a boot around clumsily. Yeah, 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 that might work here and there. But it will prove very difficult to actually kill off. As inept as that clumsy boot of a new leader is. The Talking Heads, well, at least two members of the Talking Heads, the Rhythm Section, which has in the past been known as the Tom Tom Club, uh, Chris France and Tina Weymouth, uh, they have been saying that they are going to go on tour in 2023, the Remain in Love Tour. And ahead of that, they were also talking about, uh, you know, a lot of different topics, feminism, different people that they've worked with, and maybe even the chances of a Talking Heads reunion, which, of course, was... Uh, not exactly definite. <laughs> so don't count on that anytime soon. The focus is on the two of them heading out on tour next year and also on rats. There's a lot of studies that uh, have been done recently on rats and dancing. And you'll be happy to know that rats can dance. Not in Alberta, apparently, but they can dance at about 120 to 140 beats per minute. And, uh, you know, something that was very, very falsely thought to be just a human thing, that we're the only people, the only species, the only creatures on this planet that can dance. They clearly haven't seen any memes of dogs rocking out to music at all, uh, because this is very common. I think this is maybe not the most common thing in the world, but it doesn't surprise me in the least that rats like to jam out and party, especially while we're not looking. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. For the person who has everything, it can be very hard to shop for. The perfect product has arrived. Ah, okay, maybe perfect isn't a way to describe it, but it is a giant teddy bear, like human-sized teddy bear, really. It's just a a human stuffy, but they have made the head a teddy bear head. And it's, like, not proportionately sized for the rest of the body. It's kind of small. It's really weird. Like, really, really what it looks like is Rupert. At least what Stewie thinks Rupert looks like in his imagination from Family Guy, right? Teddy bear into muscle-bound hunk, but with a teddy bear head. 
that's kind of the whole situation here, especially with some of the awkward photos they've got of people lounging and snuggling with it. The expression on the bear's face does not look like it gave consent to be snuggled with. It looks like it is very much not enjoying your physical attention. <laughs> it is awkward. And the coloring of the bear, it does look like a kind of skin tone, so when you see people put shirts and pants on them and then the arm flexes and it looks like a real arm but with a teddy bear head coming out, it's a bit of a surreal experience. I don't know how I would feel about seeing this in the house. I think it would just make me feel a little, a little awkward, a little uncomfortable. And what's the name of this lovely product? The Loving Bear Feel More Gross. Joining me in studio, this is a special treat. I've got a member of the Oil Barons and the coach as well. We've got Max and Adam. How are you guys doing today? We're solid, yeah. yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's Friday, man, and uh, it's a busy, busy weekend, but one of the things happening over the weekend is a, a food drive at the Oil Barons Dream Home, which is lovely. Uh, tell me, so for people who don't know this is going on at the Dream Home this Sunday, uh, how can people help out? We're obviously going to be down at the Dream Home from 1 to 5, and uh, you know, people can come down, check out, check out the house, and uh, bring down a, a food donation which goes to the food bank and that's something that we want to contribute to and along with the rest of the community and you know obviously a good cause and, and yeah. to help people around the, the holidays here. I was just gonna say it man yeah uh, the food bank needs help stocking those shelves year-round but it's always more so at the holidays so right ahead of that it's great to see you guys you know putting the effort in Sunday at the dream home 141 Shellstone place and uh, the oil barons are gonna be there right Max yeah yeah I know so we have I think it's four different groups three guys so it's going to be I think half the team is going to be there at one point <laughs> yeah. throughout the day and uh, yeah we're all just super excited to go out and help uh, help give back give back to the community that does so much for us so I'd say you'd be taking some time off the ice, but I mean, uh, until you get in the house, it's still going to be plenty of ice out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's cold. It's getting cold. Yeah, it may be a little warmer this weekend, but still, if people haven't been out to the Dream Home yet, I mean, it's gorgeous every single year, but this is a great opportunity, kind of two birds with one stone, right? Absolutely, yeah. And we're, uh, you know, not to kind of deviate from from the Dream Home and, and the food bank, but uh, the boys are, you know, also helping out with uh, the Snow Angels and volunteering yeah. their time with shoveling driveways. And then uh, we're, we're involved with the RCMP and the WITS program, so uh, we're trying to dip our, our paint stick into a lot of different uh, uh, yeah. colors and uh, things are going real well and we just want to make sure that we're actively involved in yeah. the community and this Sunday would uh, be a good opportunity for people to come down and, and meet the players and, and uh, you know I might even be able to swing down and, right. and uh, make an appearance as well so <laughs> yeah it should be it should be fun for them face to face instead of through the glass behind the boards right <laughs> yeah we're too serious when we're, when yeah, we're back exactly. behind you're, the glass you're so. focused yeah, yeah yeah well I mean yeah, like you said you get to dip I guess not a toe dip a skate into uh, all kinds <laughs> of different things helping out the community here that's awesome to see thanks for taking the time to come and visit and tell us all about it and uh, we'll see you on sunday all right no of course thanks for having us transmission over one more steve new podcast episodes happen every friday or just tune into the steve reeve show weekday morning starting at 5 30 a.m on 100.5 cruise fm